You're tuned in to the Morning Blitz. All they do is sit around and talk. On 102.5 U-Rock and the Rocking M app. Thanks again to head coach Jay Bradley, Northwest Tech man for Ben. Always great to have him in there. I just love his personality. He's just dry, dry humored guy. He's funny. Like uh, like Coach Bradley a lot. Good conversation with him about Northwest Tech Maverick basketball. Off to one or no start after a big win last night over Otero Junior Varsity. They got a big game Tuesday on the road at Northeastern. That's a huge game. And then they will be uh, back at home for the Northwest Tech Classic the following uh, Friday and Saturday of next week. So look forward to seeing what they have there. Also, congratulations once again and thank you to listener uh, Candy for being our winner of the uh, the AEW Collision Wrestling. I love how I said text in the word collision and she said in the word collusion, which was really funny. Um, but that's all right. Uh, she, she corrected it, but it was funny. Collusion, no collision. It's okay. That dang autocorrect will get you every single time. And also, one more thing on our text line. Had a texter hit us up here. Um, was talking about, he says, uh, great idea moving up the MLB season. Start earlier or cut the, numbers of ga- cut the number of games down. Well, um, Jay uh, is his name, I believe. Jay, if you're listening, here's what I would say on that. If you're going to, if the MLB season does not need to be moved up, it's fine where it is. It's already in some spots. You know, you go to Denver or Chicago, wherever, you know, the northern cities are already playing in weather that's already pretty cold to start the year. Don't start any earlier. Cut the games down. You don't need 162. I've said this so many times. People are probably, they know what to expect. Cut it down. 120 games. Shorten the season up. You don't need that long of a season. And then put the playoffs in in uh, in starting, um, uh, you know, September 1st. Uh, you know, cut the cut a month of the season away. Uh, even or, or or a little bit more, whatever. Start at late July, early August. Start your postseason. Have it done, or sorry, start yeah, sorry, late July. Sorry, cut start the postseason late August, early September. Excuse me. Run it through September in an October. That's what I think they should do. Too many games. Shorten the regular season. Make those games mean even more, and then have your postseason there. Let's see what happens. That's my opinion going forward. I, I've thought that a long time about baseball. It's always been my opinion. So, uh, and yes, Larry, lis- uh, listener, Larry, I will be getting to that in the walk off. Don't you worry. Text me and remind me about the great. Uh, yes, we will get to that in the walk off. A tribute to someone who passed away. That was very big. I'll uh, get to that coming up here in just a little bit. All right, uh, we've got eight minutes to get to our NFL Power Five. Let's get to it right now. Once again, the top five games got my eye on this weekend in the NFL. Let's get to it right now. The Power Five. So, starting in game number one, I've got tonight's matchup on Thursday Night Football. The Tennessee Titans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's probably not that exciting of a game when you really get down to it. But once again, I go back to the point made right at the beginning of the show. I credit Dan Patrick. I heard his comment. I think it's perfectly said. Will Levis throwing four touchdowns last weekend makes this game more interesting. Can he get it done against a pretty solid Pittsburgh defense? Can Pittsburgh's offense do anything at all? Uh, Because they've been really bad. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game. 
but it does entice me a little bit. And once again, young quarterbacks learning their way, finding their way. If Kenny Pickett can go, I don't know if he's playing or not. If it's Mitchell Trubisky, I'm not for sure. But I know I'm always intrigued to see what young quarterbacks find their way. Are they going to be future NFL stars or are they just going to be a blimp on the radar? That's my question, I guess, on tonight's game, which is on Thursday Night Football. Steelers at hosting the Titans. On to number four. Number four here on the NFL Power Five. We are going to have a battle of birds. The Seattle Seahawks, Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore a six-point favorite at home at M&T Bank Stadium. Look, the Seahawks have played very good. They've got wins over Cleveland. Uh, other than that, they have and they have a four-point loss to Cincinnati. They've played four or three really bad teams prior to that. Carolina, the Giants, and Arizona, but they're winning these games as they should. The Ravens, you know, they've got that huge win over Detroit, which is really big. Um, and they've got a couple over the loss. they got another loss in there, a loss to Pittsburgh, another loss in there. They probably should only have one loss or no losses. I still think this ought to be a really good game between the Seahawks and the Ravens. That's what makes it number four on the NFL Power Five. Number three. Number three. It's going to be a, it's scheduled to be a humongous game. And the reason why it's three and not higher is because I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it's going to have a letdown. Cowboys, Eagles. Cowboys are five and two. They've played well the last couple of weeks with wins over the Rams and the Chargers. The Eagles do have that one loss to the Jets, but that's their only loss this year. The only one loss team left in the NFL is the Philadelphia Eagles. They're at home. They're three point favorites. For some reason, I just feel like the Eagles will get the best of the Cowboys again. And then we'll be talking about how the Cowboys and Stephen A. Smith will be laughing and chuckling about it all through the next week. I just feel like Philadelphia is probably going to get it done and it'll probably cover the three points and everyone will be laughing about that. That's just my guess. Just my guess. Cowboys will let their fans down once again like our good friend Riley Gates. That's just my thought. All right, uh, moving on into number two. Number two. Number two is a, it's kind of a somber game. To say the least, it's a somber game. But at the same time, it should be a great game. So it's going to be a reminder of the DeMar Hamlin situation. Bills, Bengals. Last year when these two teams met, there was so much hype, so much excitement to watch this game. And DeMar Hamlin, of course, collapses and dies on the field. They revitalize him. He's back. It's a great story. But that's what this uh, this game is going to bring back a lot of those memories. But if we can just have football there at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati, it should be good. Joe Burrow and the Bengals have turned the corner. They're playing a lot better. They've won four out of five. They've beaten Seattle. They've beaten San Francisco. They've got nice wins. And they're turning the corner looking like the team we thought they would be to begin this season. The Bills, it's been a roller coaster. Beating Miami. Losing to Jacksonville. Losing to New England. They have wins over the Giants and the Buccaneers, which are not great wins in the last couple of victories. I still think the Bills are a little bit shaky right now, which is why I would take Cincinnati to cover the two and a half. But this ought to be a good game. If the Bills can play two great quarterbacks, should be a really good game on Sunday Night Football. Bills, Bengals, that is number two. And finally, number one. Number one it is. As expected, in Frankfurt, Germany, you'll have to get up early, get your coffee. 8.30 Central, 7.30 Central, or Mountain Time kickoff on ES, on NFL Network. The Dolphins against the Chiefs from Frankfurt. Tyreek Hill playing against his former team. 
should ought to, should be a darn good football game. Right now, you've got Kansas City one and a half point favorites. The Chiefs defense, which has been a top five defense, takes on the best offense in the Dolphins. The Chiefs offense, which continues to try to figure things out because they just can't seem to have wide receivers catch the ball. Can they find a way to put it together against the Miami defense that is kind of salty? Uh, got Jalen Ramsey back. It should be a darn good game. Uh, you know, you kind of wish that both teams a little bit more healthy, especially on the Miami side because they'd have more weapons. But this ought to be a good game. I- I'm expecting a good one. Dolphins, Chiefs, Sunday morning from Frankfurt. Should be a darn good football game there. And that is the NFL Power 5. So, once again, Titans-Steelers, that's tonight is number 5, followed by Seahawks-Ravens at 4, Cowboys-Eagles at 3, Bills-Bengals at 2, Dolphins-Chiefs, number 1 on the NFL Power 5 here on this Thursday morning. All right, we got to get to the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. And, Larry, we get to it right now. Yes, we lost a great, in fact, probably the best basketball coach ever yesterday, Bobby Knight. Uh, passed away at the age of 83. Of course, Bob Knight, for he had his tirades, you know, throwing the chairs, uh, you're losing his mind on officials and players, and you know, of course, had a bunch of controversy hitting players and stuff. Uh, it's he was an old school coach. You can, you no way can get away with that anymore now. But uh, you know, he was an old school coach, and I always thought that he was a. Uh, a brilliant coach, and he had a great, and he, he taught basketball. He taught basketball, you know. I think the way that uh, a lot of people liked it to be played: tough, physical, defensive first. Uh, Bobby Knight was a great coach. He did have some, a lot of question marks around him, but uh, he was fantastic. And uh, what ended up with 902 wins, I think, in his career. Uh, he's second all time, only behind I think Coach K. I mean, think about it, he was coaching at Army at 24. He was so young and had such a long career, a questionable and you know story filled career. Uh, but he was phenomenal. How about winning 20 or more games in a season 29 times? 902 and 371 is all-time record for Bobby Knight. Pretty darn cool. All right, that'll do it for our show today. Thanks to Jay Bradley. Thanks to you for listening. We're back again tomorrow to wrap up a week on a Friday. And big news Friday when it comes to the Morning Blitz coming up tomorrow. We'll get to that on tomorrow's program. We'll see you then. It's been The Blitz.